أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد by the fadl of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have reached the 14th night of Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us what's past and Allah ta'ala rectify our shortcomings and Allah ta'ala give us something good uh, for the days ahead. Allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq of using its every moment and using its every day and its every night for reflection. And even though it may be difficult for a person to wake up and go to sleep and travel uh, to and from the masjid and uh, do the things that a person has to do in Ramadan for the body uh, on top of fasting. Uh, it's definitely an enjoyment for the ruh. It's an enjoyment for the ruh, for the uh, the bird that's caged up in the prison of the dunya. It's 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 a delight and it's a uh, blessing from the Lord Jalla Allah for which we cannot be uh, thankful enough. Allah subhanahu wa taala uh, make us from those who uh, are underneath the the divine grace of Walla in Shakartum La Azidanakum. If you are thankful for what you have, Allah will give you an increase. Um and, and give us uh, this delight and this happiness uh in this world and in the hereafter. So today uh we wanted to take a break from the relatively dense material of the uh of the uh Mahjub uh, that we've been reading for the last two nights and uh, switch to uh, another book, which is the Ma'arif al-Masnavi, uh, uh, a, a, a book in which there are small hikayat or uh, uh, teaching stories uh, from the Masnavi of Mulana Jalaluddin Rumi um, that are commented upon by the Shaykh Mulana Shah Hakim Akhtar Saab, rahimahullah ta'ala. Mulana Hakim Akhtar uh, passed away just a couple of years ago. He was a sheikh of many of my good friends and uh, many of our elders as well, uh, and he was an, an exemplary, uh, an exemplary representative of the Tariqa Chishtiya Imdadiya, the Khanqa of Mulana uh, Ashraf Ali Tanwi, rahimahullah wa taala. Allah Taala have mercy on, on on all of them and give us from what Allah Taala gave them. Allahumma la tahrimna ujurahum wa la taftinna ba'dahum. Oh Allah, do not uh, uh, deprive us of their reward and do not punish us after they they left. Um, and so this is a, a small commentary by Mulana Hakim Akhtar Saab uh, uh, on the, uh, the, the hikayat or the short uh, spiritual teaching stories um, that are included in the Masnavi of Mulana Rumi. Uh, and it was ably translated by another elder of ours who uh, who uh, uh, who uh, left uh, this abode uh, just a couple of years ago, Mulana Yusuf Karan, who was the father of Mulana Taha Karan, a student of uh, of many great mashaykh uh, and a, a a a graduate back in the old days uh, of the Darulum in Deoband. He he saw he met Hazrat Mulana Sayyid Hussein Ahmed Madani as well. Uh, uh, before he passed, and uh, he was a, a pillar of the Muslim community in Cape Town in South Africa through the apartheid era and all the way up until just a couple of years ago. And uh, his son, Mulana Taha Karan, Mufti Taha Karan, um, is the ustad of many 
uh, many ulama, both in South Africa and even a couple in North America, Mawana Abdurrahman Yaqub, who teaches at Dar es Salaam here in Chicago, uh, uh, amongst others uh, in Toronto and other places. So he translated, he ably translated this, uh, this work uh, into, into English. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it for all of those who are mentioned a sadaqa jariya until the yawm qiyamah. So we'll share some of these, we'll share some of these uh, stories and uh, 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 some of the commentary by Mulana Hakim Akhtar Saab and uh, when appropriate maybe share a couple of our own thoughts. So uh, the first story I wanted to share was the story of promising to do something tomorrow. A certain man planted a thorn tree in the path where people walked. As it grew bigger and stronger, the thorns started injuring those walking past. The people started blaming the planter, but it had no effect on him, except for that he promised every time that the following day he was going to remove the tree from the path. However, nothing was done about the tree. At last, the matter reached the governor of that area. The governor, too, ordered him to uproot the tree. The planter promised the governor that he would do so the following day, but again he failed to carry out his promise. The result was that the tree grew until it became very big and strong and sturdy with roots going very deep into the ground and now he was unable to uproot the thorn tree at all. So this is the muqaddimah, uh, the introduction to the hikaya uh, by Mulana that was written by Mulana uh, Hakim Akhtar Saab in order for people to have the context. Uh, the context of, of what Mulana Jalaluddin Rumi would then talk about, allude to in his verse uh, which is also translated into English. Uh, Molana's verse in translation, The bad tree grew into a strong young tree, while the planter became old and weak. The thorny tree was every day becoming healthier, and the uprooter was becoming daily weaker. O oh, listener, very often you have become grief-stricken over your evil deeds, and very often your evil deeds brought you regret and the desire to repent. So often you have become helpless at the hands of your evil deeds and de devastated. Have you become senseless? Have you become senseless to an overwhelming degree? O oh, senseless one, arise and rectify your old previous bad habits. Rise, take up the axe and attack like a man. Like Sayyidina Ali, karamallahu wajhahu, who uprooted the gate of Khaybar. <clears throat> this is a, an exhortation by Mulana to the person who has sins to get up and uh, move with regards to their self-rectification rather than to be like that, uh, that, that man who let the tree grow so big and powerful and strong and firm and sturdy that he was unable to uproot it anymore. Rather, he gave the heroic example of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu who uprooted the gate of Khaybar that uh, Khaybar was a, a series of fortifications, um, one of which Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu single-handedly uh, lifted open and uprooted the gate and threw it out, allowing the Muslim army to stream in and, and, and have victory. Lesson. Mulana Hakim Akhtar writes, In this story, Mulana gives, Mulana meaning Mulana Rumi, generally in this book, whenever the word Mulana is used unqualified, uh, it refers to Mulana Jalaluddin Rumi. In this story, Mulana gives the advice that a seeker of truth and seeker after Allah should never put off for tomorrow the rectification of evil deeds and habits. Never should they say, I will rectify and change my habits tomorrow. And when tomorrow comes along, then again say the same. 
In this way, shaitan causes that promise of tomorrow to continue and until the time and continue again and again until the time that death arrives. Then the one making the intention will enter the grave without rectification and will enter disappointed and shaitan will rejoice. Just as the thorny tree which was planted could in the end not be uprooted by the planter, in the same way, the longer a person takes to discard or rectify bad habits, those bad habits will become stronger at the roots. As the days and nights will pass uh, by you, you will become older and weaker, which will make the discarding and rectification of evil habits very difficult. For this reason, rise up without any delay and procrastination. Grab an axe of courage and uproot the door of evil, just like Sayyidina Ali uprooted the gate of Khaybar and threw it to the side. And just as Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu akaramallahu wajhu was granted great help in being in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you should also join forces with the awliya of Allah and the friends of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, meaning the ulama and the mashayikh uh, and the pious, and through their company acquire the help and bounty of Allah. Hazrat Mawlana Tanwi rahimahullah ta'ala says, Even these days, no position of sainthood is open and unoccupied. Whether it is the rank of Qutb, Ghoth, or Abdal, all these ranks today are filled. And this is a, a reference to an athar uh, uh, attributed to Sayyidina Ali anhu, in which he describes the awliya of Allah Ta'ala. Obviously everyone who says La ilaha illallah is a wali of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, a friend of Allah Ta'ala and underneath his, his protection and guardianship. But this athar describes the elite ranks of those who are uh, the friends of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and it gives uh, uh, names uh, to uh, to those ranks as well. And so you'll You'll hear these terms like Qutb, uh, Ghoth, and Abdal. The Abdal are the, the 40. Uh, the Qutb are, according to some, the 3 or the 4. And according to some, the 1. And the Ghoth is the 1. Uh, uh, meaning what? That you have uh, ranks uh, of the saints saints of Allah Ta'ala, the awliya of Allah, ranks of sainthood um, that, are, that are ranked according to the number of people that hold them. So the Ghoth is the, 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 the one who is at the top position. So the Ghoth of this Ummah was the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then after he passed away, he was Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq and then after he passed away, it was Sayyidina Umar Al-Faruq Radiallahu Ta'ala Anhuma and after he passed away, it was Sayyidina Uthman Radiallahu Ta'ala Anhu and after he passed away, it was Sayyidina Ali Radiallahu Ta'ala Anhu and after he passed away, then it became hidden uh, who that person is. It became hidden, and until the day of judgment, um, it will it will remain hidden. Although some people may be privy to such information, generally the people who are privy to such information are not the ones who are going to divulge it, and they're probably not going to be the one who tells you uh, it's me, uh, just in case. And there's a reason that a lot of these things are not mentioned publicly because the ulama are apprehensive. Um, that once this knowledge is out, there are great many people, Mu'minu Ghirun Karim, the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he described the believer as, as being uh, gullible and being uh, uh, generous. Uh, and so, uh, unfortunately, a lot of these things, once they're spread between people, um, evil people take advantage of the gullibility of... <clears throat> the gullibility of, of the masses and so they'll convince them so someone that I'm this or I'm that or I'm the other thing don't tell anyone I saw a dream blah 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 and people you know people by and large buy it um, trust me anyone who is in any of these ranks they're not going to make dawah to themselves the type of person who is going to share this information with another person probably will 
never make it, uh, probably will never make it anywhere close to any of these ranks. Uh, however, sometimes Allah Ta'ala will lift the veil and show the people that such and such person is a, a, a person of station with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Uh, and sometimes that person will be aware of it, sometimes they won't. Sometimes the people will be aware of it and sometimes they won't. Uh, but Hazrat Tanwi Rahimullah Ta'ala says, even these days, none of those ranks of sainthood are, are, are unoccupied or open, unfilled. Whether it is the rank of Qutb uh, uh, or Ghoth or Abdal. Abdal is the plural of the word Abdali. And the Abdal are 40. There are always 40 people of that rank. And the author of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, it's mentioned that every time one of them dies, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will immediately f- uh, fill another person uh, in, in that rank. So people are pious and hardworking and whatnot. But this is kind of like a, these ranks are a special, uh, uh, a special gift of Allah ta'ala uh, to those who He chooses to fill them in. And... Uh, 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 those are those are manasib, those are positions and stations that are filled with the help of Allah Ta'ala. So again, uh, uh, you know, my cautionary note is this, is that, you know, the people get fascinated by these types of things and they kind of lose the point. Uh, uh, the point is what? That the help of Allah Ta'ala is there with the ummah. Whether you know who those people are or you don't, uh, or whether, you know, you want to, uh, you know, someone tells you, okay, I'm the Qutb or I'm Abdali, so, you know, donate money to my whatever cause or take bay'ah with me and start washing my clothes or whatever. Um, you know, that's a, all a distraction. It's a freak show. Put it to the side. The point is that the help of Allah Ta'ala is always there. It never leaves the ummah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and it never leaves the individual uh, who says, La ilaha illallah. Uh, and they're there for what? Their high rank and their help is there to be help for the ummah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And so in your own suluk, you're joining with them also will, uh, in your own journey toward Allah Ta'ala, you're joining with them will also be help for you. These saints, uh, Hazrat uh, Mulana Hakim Akhtar Saab continues, these saints who in your sight are looked upon as being a, a wretched condition and are considered worthless after a hundred years of history will be looked upon as uh, uh, Imam Junaid or Mulana Jalaluddin Rumi or as Fariduddin Attar or as the Shibli of this age. Meaning what? That oftentimes the people... In order to reach that rank, the difficulty they have to go through, uh, their contemporaries, their contemporaries may not see uh, what's there in them. Uh, it is foolish to argue like this. Where do you find saintly men today, like those in the past? Uh, and the answer to that question is what? That in the past, just like their contemporaries uh, uh, were not, uh, uh, you know, enthralled with them, just like that today they exist, and you may not be enthralled with them because you don't like the way they dress, or you don't, you know, you wish that. You know, they had more money or whatever. But the idea is that if you look at the person, the only thing in their life that, that's important to them is Allah Ta'ala and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then uh, you know that they are, they, are, they are there just like they were there in the generations past. It is foolish to argue like this and say, where do you find saintly men today like those in the past? This is a satanic deception which wishes to keep us deprived of the blessings of such people. Do we find anyone complaining today that for physical ailments, where do we find uh, uh, great doctors like Galen or uh, uh, Socrates or Plato? No, we only uh, uh, we we only go to the present day doctors for treatment. Meaning what? Even though those people who are there that have the ilm and have the salah and have the taqwa and the piety, uh, even though uh, uh, you know they may not be as prestigious in your eyes as the great names of the past, just like we're not going to 
yearn for some sort of ancient uh, physician that's already dead. Uh, we're just going to go to the clinic and get help. Just like that, we should also go to the clinic today and get help uh, spiritually. Similarly, in the event of spiritual or internal illness and for their rectification, we should contact the present-day followers of the Sunnah who have been granted permission by the elders to uh, uh, take other people uh, and guide them on this path. We should consult them and start our own self-rectification. Neither should we delay rectification uh, uh, until we find a quote-unquote sheikh to take bay'ah with uh, uh, because the bay'ah... Even if it's a, considered a sunnah, it's ghair mu'akkada, meaning it's something that uh, a person, even if they don't take it, they're not technically uh, uh, leaving any part of deen. While the idea, idea of rectification itself is itself an obligatory duty, meaning if you're not the disciple of any particular shaykh or you don't want to take bay'ah with them, your self-rectification is still a, a, a farda'ain. It's still an individual duty upon yourself. So if you don't like the idea of taking up the initiatic discipleship of a particular shaykh, I'm not going to argue with you. A person should think long and hard uh, uh, before jumping into something like that and not jumping into it impetuously, uh, impetuously or, or uh, uh, you know, on a whim. Uh, however, whether or not you find a sheikh in the classical sense that, the, 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 that you know, used to be the, the, the norm of, of, of the, the soul for the classical period, um, your own self-rectification is still a, 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 an individual and personal obligation uh, on you that Allah Ta'ala will expect. So don't delay uh, uh, getting the rectification until you find a sheikh. Rather, uh, keep the company, the pious and the righteous, whoever the best people are you can find. And then the rest of it, if it works out one day, great. And if not, uh, you still uh, have to get going with your own self-rectification. However, after starting the process of rectification, if one finds himself agreeable to it, then he also may enter into uh, such a, an agreement, considering it a sunnah, uh, because the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, they, uh, uh, they entered into uh, this oath of fealty with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and uh, through it, a special connection is formed which increases benefit. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us, uh, uh, give us tawfiq. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention about this story about uprooting sin as well is that, uh, uh, you know, Hazrat Tanri, something that he said as a recommendation for the ulama was that uh, if a, a, a scholar finds uh, himself uh, with a particular weakness, then he should uh, preach about that weakness to the people, which is somewhat counterintuitive. The... The idea amongst many of the old, the Salaf was that a person, if he preaches about something that he hasn't rectified himself, he's a hypocrite and his words are not going to have an effect. Hazrat uh, Tanwi rahimahullah ta'ala saw the sickness of the age that we lived in and uh, he said, no, preach about it uh, because, uh, preach about it because uh, if you have any shame inside of yourself, if you keep saying something about it, inshallah, uh, one of the people affected by your bans will be you yourself, inshallah. And uh, um, if nothing else, then through shame you'll uh, uh, you'll take you'll take the advice yourself, which is not your own advice, rather it's the advice that's handed down to us by our mashaykh and our elders. Uh, so nobody yom al qiyamah go and say, look, Hamza gave this wonderful bayan and uh, he didn't take the advice himself. Uh, nobody, nobody in front of Allah Taala say anything like that. Nobody uh, 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 in front of Allah Taala be surprised if they see what my state is. Rather, uh, inshallah, I myself uh, pray to Allah Taala that if nothing else, then through shame, I'll also take this advice. 
and uh, uh, leave uh, leave uh, the path of wretchedness uh, in my own deeds and in my own life, whether 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 it be big or small. And uh, hopefully, if we all make du'a for one another, Allah Taala will get us through it, and He'll forgive us. The next story is an important story as well. Uh, the next hikaya is uh, one um, which, amongst other things, uh, shows the blameworthiness and the censure of people who seek leadership. Uh, seeking leadership, if you're qualified for it, in and of itself is a sin in our deen. And uh, if you're not qualified for it, it's even worse. And unfortunately, our, our masajid and our MSAs and our, uh, uh, you know, uh, our Muslim organizations... Uh, and unfortunately, even sometimes our madars and khanqas as well, uh, um, Allah Ta'ala keep them protected, uh, all of them, Allah Ta'ala protect all of them. Um, they have people who oftentimes will jockey for leadership or put themselves into leadership. Um, and it's bad enough if they're qualified uh, for them to jockey for, for the leadership of their own nafs and the imara of their own nafs. But uh, uh, it's, it's, it's even worse. It's much worse and much uglier if it's... Um, if it's for you know by done by a person who's not qualified, so this is the hikayah that Molana reads or Molana shares in his Masnavi uh, of the mouse leading a camel by the reins. Molana Hakim Akhtar Saab uh, gives the setup for the for the verses. He says once a mouse took hold of the reins of a camel and tried to run away with him. The camel, seeing the foolishness of the mouse, became submissive and relaxed. Wherever the mouse led him, the camel followed meekly, like a slave obedient to his master. They went along until they came to a river where the mouse lost his presence of mind and came to a standstill. He started thinking that up until this moment, he had led an animal of great size, uh, and up to now, he had enjoyed the honor of having made the camel submissive to him. But now that they've come to a river, how can he lead him through that? Uh, while thinking, he came to a standstill. Molana uh, writes in verse uh, translated into English the mouse remained standing there and became dried up the camel asked him oh my companion over mountains and forests why this hesitation why this perplexity take courage and step into the river the mouse answered I'm afraid of becoming drowned the camel replied let me see how deep the water is and whether you will drown or not he placed one leg into the water and said oh mouse my sheikh my guide the water is only up until my knee, so proceed leading me through. The mouse replied, The water only reaches up to your knee. That is so many times over my head. Uh, there is a big difference between your leg and mine. The camel said, Please do not become rude and insulting. Come straight into the water and guide me along. Up to now you used to be very proud of having led me, and you acquired great honor through that. Oh, you foolish one. I allowed myself to be led by you so that your foolishness may be increased and so much more manifest the mouse replied for me to enter the water will be my destruction i am repenting please pardon me after this i shall not even think about becoming your leader or sheikh the camel said uh, sorry the mouse said uh, uh, for allah's sake i've repented of my sins kindly save me from these dangerous waters the camel on hearing of the repentance of the mouse felt sorry for him and said all right come sit upon the hump of my back Another hundred mice like yourself can sit upon my back with safety and cross over the water. Remain a subject if Allah did not make you a ruler. 
and do not sail in a boat if you did not learn to sail. Grant your copper to the men of alchemy, so that they through your company with them can change you to gold. If you are like a stone, senseless and deprived of the fear of the hereafter, seek the company of a wali and become changed into a pearl. And refrain from criticizing the awliya or from accusing the king of theft. For what need does the king have of stealing? Uh, this last, uh, these last allusions were what? He says that remain a subject if Allah did not make you a ruler. Don't seek to be a ruler lest you be. Also the mouse that has the river in front of you. Um, if it happens on the day of judgment, then there's no camel to bail you out. Uh, you're going to sink. Do not sail in a boat if you do not learn to sail. And grant your copper to the men of alchemy so that they through your company with them can change you to gold. Uh, which is a reference to the Ahlullah, the people of Allah, that if you wish to be someone who Allah loves, keep the company of the one who Allah loves so that their color will rub off on you. There's no other way of uh, of getting the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like Allah ta'ala said in his book to uh, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهُ يَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورُ رَحِيمٌ Say, Ya Muhammad alayka salatu wasalam to the people, if you love Allah, then follow me so that Allah may love you. The love of Allah Ta'ala doesn't produce Allah's love back, rather the following of, uh, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasalam for the Sahaba is what produced it. Uh, that a person should love Allah is the impetus for them following the Prophet ﷺ, and the following of the Prophet ﷺ is what, what makes Allah love them back. Uh, and, and from the following of the Sahaba of the Prophet ﷺ, is uh, following those who follow those who follow those who follow those in an unbroken chain back to the Messenger of Allah. Not only do you learn the Sunnah as a piece of theoretical knowledge, but you also learn it in the method of the Sunnah, which is person to person, heart to heart, tongue to tongue. Uh, um, which is the, the, the living tradition of Islam. And grant your copper to the men of alchemy, so that they, through your company with them, can change you into gold. If you are like a stone, senseless, deprived of the fear of the hereafter, seek the company of a wali and become changed into a pearl. Meaning what? Keep the company of a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that same stone that had no use, it will become something of value. Value to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Refrain from criticizing the awliya. Why? Because if you take pot shots at the only uh, you know thing that can help you, then don't be surprised one day if you have no help. And refrain from accusing the king of theft. For what need does the king, king have to steal? The king is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Refrain from having a bad opinion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Refrain from accusing the king of theft. What need does the king have to steal? Allah Ta'ala already has everything. Don't accuse of Allah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala of ruining things for you. He, you're not significant enough for Him to have an axe to grind with you. Uh, nor, uh, uh, nor does Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala need to harm or cheat anybody. Rather, He gives. Both hands are open by all hours of day and night. And He gives whoever asks Him. Even those who don't ask Him, He gives. Even those who have oppressed Him. Even those who have, who have uh, not oppressed Him, but those who have wronged Him. He gives them by day and by night. Uh, uh, so let nobody uh, accuse Him of having stinted them. Uh, because Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala doesn't need to do that. Mawana Hakim Akhtar Saab then uh, uh, comments, The awliya of Allah carry a precious treasure within themselves. In their sight the whole world is insignificant and worthless. 
because their hearts have become joined to the creator of this world. Hence, do not underestimate them and do not compare your nights with and days with theirs. Do not become deceived by your worldly dignity and honor like that mouse was deceived. If you ever should consider yourself superior to the saintly ones, you will become humiliated and deprived of good. In the end, like the mouse, you too will have to sit upon their backs with the purpose of crossing over to safety. And like the mouse, you too will have to repent. Uh, and that's if you're, uh, that's if you're fortunate. Uh, otherwise, there are some people who don't get that chance until it's too late. Allah Ta'ala protect us from being uh, from the ill-fortunate or from those of a bad destiny. Hence, from the first day, remove from your mind the love and splendor of this world, worldly honor, worldly wealth, esoteric knowledge, or and soulless actions. Remove uh, uh, these loves from your mind and form sincere contact with a person of Allah Ta'ala. Within a few days you will come to know that you will swear what abundance of benefit it has brought you. Use worldly wealth. Uh, uh, do not love it more than Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then Mulana uh, Hakim Akhtar Saab, he quotes, uh, um, he quotes uh, um, some verses uh, of Khaja Azizul Hassan Majzoub, who was a, a very devoted disciple of Mulana Ashraf Ali Tanwi, rahimahullah ta'ala, and uh, a very eloquent tongue which described uh, different facets of the spiritual path toward Allah. Uh, um, he, he quotes him in Mulana Taha, uh, then translates his verse into English. Uh, he quotes Khaja Azizul Hassan Majzub in, in poetry he said in, in praise of his Sheikh Mulana Ashraf Ali Tanri. You effaced the effect of idols and you enabled me to witness the grandeur of Allah. You transformed my eyes into such eyes that can see the reality and turn my heart into one that can perceive the greatness of the Creator. My heart was engulfed in negligence when suddenly you became when you suddenly you acquainted it with Allah Most High. Thus you made me unconcerned with all besides him. Practicing deen seemed like a burden in the past, while being engrossed in this world seemed easy. Now you have made the burden a pleasure, and what seemed to be a pleasure uh, has become a burden. You have imbued me with courage and ushered this weakling into such ranks, the ranks of those endowed with great responsibility of conveying the deen. This heart of iron you have melted with, uh, a, uh, with a heart burning with the love of Allah. This heart of iron you have melted uh, with a heart burning with the love of Allah. Uh, and the, the, the reference, by the way, to iron is, is, is uh, from the traits of Jahannam. That Allah Ta'ala, He mentions the iron will be the, the, uh, the chains of iron will be the, the, the clothing of the people, the hellfire. So He says, the heart of iron you have melted with a heart burning with the love of Allah Most High. You have made restless one who had never experienced this Pain, the pain of this love of Allah. O Majzub, he says to himself, O Majzub, you are leaving this home with a great fortune. A million thanks that Allah sent me to your door. Um, these are the uh, the words of the, the Ahlullah and the people who love the Ahlullah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us so much tawfiq to find somebody uh, uh, and find uh, not just one person but find good company and keep us in the company of those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those who are who have made it with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah ta'ala give us the, the fortune of finding the company of a shaykh and uh, uh, when we found one or before we found one or even if we don't find one 
uh, give us the company of those people who have turned their backs on this material world and who have uh, uh, taken the path of traveling toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because the journey is going to happen one way or the other it can happen the easy way or the hard way fortunate and beloved by Allah ta'ala are those ones who prepare for it right now uh, and how strange and wondrous are the the ahlullah the people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how wretched are the uh, how wretched are the people of the dunya like was described in the uh, biographical entries uh, either yesterday or day before that one of the mashaykh described the people of Allah uh, that they're the ones who even in their death they're uh, ever living and he described the people of the dunya that even in their uh, this life they're, uh, they have all of the sifat and all of the attributes of the dead Allah Ta'ala make us from the former and protect us from being the latter or ever loving or wanting or desiring to be uh, any of the latter Allah Ta'ala give all of us so much tawfiq wa sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala wa sallama ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in